0: Hi, I'm Gabriel McIntosh, Director of Digital Marketing at CGS, and your host of this episode of The Thread. I'm here with Stephen Petruck, President, Global Outsourcing Division. Over the past several weeks, CGS call centers around the world have rapidly moved to a work from home model in an effort to slow the global pandemic. Today we're going to talk to Steve about his experience working from home. Hi, Steve. Thanks for being with us.
1: Hi Gabriel. Thank you.
0: It seems like CGS was ahead of the industry in how soon and how fast we we're able to transition thousands of employees to work from home. Who is involved in creating CGS's preparedness plans and how did they decide what to, uh, what to activate and when?
1: So um, as you can imagine, um, as our tr- as a trusted advisor for our many valued clients, if they rely on us to have a, a solid business continuity plan in the event that something extraordinary happens. And I think we would all agree that what is happening today with the pandemic is certainly extraordinary and the impact to all of us around the world is um, something that, will help will define a new normal if and when we get through this in the the near future let's hope Um, to that vein we had um, we had documented it solid business continuity plans um that uh we made a joint decision around the world to implement. And as you can imagine, if with 6,000 plus employees around the world, it's not a small undertaking. It involved the, the participation and hard work of our IT team, of HR, of legal in some cases, um, our, security, um, our security team to ensure that what we implemented outside of the office was a solid and secure and productive as it was within the brick and mortar solution, I like to say we we moved our brick and mortar solution from um, into six thousand brick and
0: mortar solutions. It sounds like we had we had this ready to go. I mean, despite all of the work, it sounds like it was uh, the plan was was just had to be implemented. Um, so that, that sounds great.
1: Um yeah, one, one clarity there. We 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 did have it in place. But the biggest difference is. We never envisioned you'd have to in, implement it around the world at the same time, yeah. basically all at the same time.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a tremendous uh, Herculean, Herculean task. Um, what's one piece of advice you have for other leaders who are shifting to remote offices during this time?
1: So um, I used to work for a guy who had this saying that um, – I can't believe I'm going to actually use it, but he had this saying – uh, plan your work and work your plan. And the one word of advice I would tell everybody around the world is don't start until you have your work planned because you, there's no way you can anticipate all the little hiccups that could, and speed bumps that will get in your way as you're moving people home um, with regards to, to, to technology move, um, potential security issues, uh, making sure people have... The right environment to work from home. Um, so make sure you have a have a documented plan going in it into it. Review it. Make sure it's applicable for the specific um, uh, business continuity um, struggle,
0: and then work that plan. And how have you involved customers in this process?
1: So the customers
0: are involved every
1: step of the way, either just via communications, because it's gone from one end of the spectrum where uh, they're very hands-off, they just want us to keep them updated, um, to where we're very reliant on their infrastructure and the provision that they provide to us in, that, in the tool suite. And in those cases, it's, it was critical for us to be uh, engaged with their, both their business and, and technology teams so that um, we, be, we remain productive during the move and po- after the move, right? because you had, so at one point we have both systems going, both the internal brick-and-mortar solution as well as the work from home. So their involvement in that was very critical, and then the communications that we provide to their consumers on the back end and, um, and, and, the, and support of them and how they so communicated to their consumers was, uh, was critical.
0: And are you seeing any trends in how customers in different industries have been impacted by the pandemic, and how have we been able to help?
1: So that's a really good question. So it's um, you know we we support customers around the world in many different industries. Um, just in general terms, those that um, those those customers that are maybe consumer product based, that um, where we supported the the. The sales registration, etc. We've certainly seen a slowdown in that business, and then but they've had increases in other areas on their space around customer care, etc. For those technical services type um, uh, clients that we provide, we put those in two buckets: one where they were providing on-site support, uh, given the social distancing. People are not going into other people's homes anymore. So if they have a problem with their devices, whatever, we can't send a technician in there. So we are, uh, we have picked up that that um, support. We're doing it remotely, helping helping consumers identify the problems with their devices, helping them order parts, and then once they get the parts, walking them through how to how to um, you know make the part change with the failed part. So. Um, uh, for the, from a pure outsourcing bit, uh, perspective, we've been fortunate in that um, we were ready, we were in, ahead of many other of, many of our competitors, and providing work from home. And we uh, we ramped up quickly and uh, providing support for our for our clients and support of their consumers.
0: It sounds like we have some some cutting edge technologies that put us ahead of the curve and that are now because of the situation becoming in, in demand. Uh, are there any other technologies or processes or tools you are looking into now as a potential solutions to any hurdles experienced during the process? The onset of 2020,
1: we started communicating to clients the capability around augmented reality with Agent Assist. And we had started having dialogue with our e-learning team, Doug Stevenson's his team, with um, how we could implement that for, for clients in their service environment. The The pandemic has, has highlighted the need to be able to provide both on-site support, but in the event that you can't do that on-site support, leverage technology that puts a virtual person in the room with you to help you fix your devices in the event that um, you, you can't send a trained technician on site. So you, it's essentially leveraging the client, the consumer' smart hands with support of our agents and um, and putting us in their real augmented reality.
0: Thanks, Steve. That's all the questions I have for today. Thank you for joining us and thank you for your time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Thread. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on YouTube and your preferred podcast source. We are exclusively sponsored by CGS, an applications learning and outsourcing company that supports clients' most fundamental business activities. Visit cgsinc.com for more information. I am your host, Gabriel McIntosh. Let's stay connected.